Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. In three, two, one. Welcome back to The Big Payoff. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Rachel. And today we want to talk about how we're taking care of ourselves. But Rach, first let's do just a, a check-in. Where are you? You're, you're going to hear in a minute. And you know what, you guys, we, all just, we just have to forgive ourselves and one another for the kind of makeshift shit that's going on during this period where we're trying to keep things going, but it's never exactly the same. Um, I am now in the basement of my daughter's house and her son, whom she's potty training today, is right above me running back and forth. And I can't move him because he's naked and, and every place else has like nice carpets and stuff. So, so he may poop. Little is that food. the idea? What? He may poop or pee. pee. Is that- yeah. Oh. So, so if you hear feet above, I, I can't do anything about that. And it's, you know, Corona compassion here, please. Got it. Full compassion. So I am in my home office, but I had forgotten my um, the hookup to the fancy little microphone that we had bought to do podcasts at home. And instead, it took me a half hour, as you know, to locate another pair of headphones. I'm now wearing um, circa, let's call them 2004 headphones that my son probably got at a bar mitzvah party or maybe on the plane um, that we've now... Um, you know, reconfigure to try to make it work for this podcast. So if I sound like crap, um, that's yeah. Why. But you know, snaps to us for just you know barreling getting, through, getting on through. I want to say something at the top here, which is, you know, when we talk about our experience with coronavirus, um, I just want to acknowledge that it is our experience. These are our particular struggles and you know, ways of talking about our lives right now, I, I want to acknowledge that there are lots of people out there who are losing their jobs and have no idea when they can go and look for another one. There are people who are really sick. We both have friends who are sick. And there are people who have relatives who've died. Um, and that notwithstanding, we're just going to 
talk about what we know and what our experience is. I just don't want anyone to misunderstand that we're making an equivalency here. Yeah. Or that we're trying to make light. So we're really just trying to be helpful, Rach, in the way that we know how. Right? Right. right. Okay. I'm trying to take care of you in addition to myself. So it's a little bit of a burden for me. <laughs> okay. So let's start by how we got to this topic of self-care and why we think it's important to, to bring forward maybe a new frame of self-care. So some of this started because a couple of weeks ago, it was my birthday and your daughter Lily's birthday, which takes place on the same day. And this occurred during a week in which I was supposed to be on vacation, like full-fledged, clear my calendar vacation. And that was hard for me, as we've talked about way too many times on this show, how hard it was for me to clear my calendar. But I fired everyone on my calendar, cleared it, and rebooked it with spa appointments. And then Corona came and canceled all of that. And this was just David and me, my husband. So of course we weren't going anywhere and it's not like boo-hoo-hoo, like again, we're safe and all that, but a little boo-hoo-hoo because honestly I was exhausted, desperately in need of some downtime. And my substitute for all of that, for my birthday celebration, vacation and self-care came in the form of a birthday gift that David very generously and lovingly, I, I mean this with full sincerity, Rach, you know this, <laughs> picked out for me and then had, I guess, it shipped to the house, was a Le Mer facial mask, like a facial treatment. Not, not, a, not mask. a mask, like not no. a mask in the current. No, no, like a, that you spread on your face. I mean, quite lovely and intuitive. Yes, I'm sure that's that was a good gift, but it was a stark <laughs> contrast with what I thought I needed for that week. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he paid for that generosity. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that, look, I was, I was trying to be super appreciative, but also really questioning the more fundamental conversation I want to have for today, which is really, okay, if a treatment that I can put on my face for eight minutes is really not doing it for me right now, and yet I'm still really in deep need of some uh, uh, rejuvenation. What can we do? So this led to an interesting conversation between us. Yeah. I mean, it's really an interesting moment because it's forced us all to completely reprioritize our lives in these unpredictable, drastic ways. And as we're doing that, we're totally off balance and stressed and you know, going out of our minds. And the standard self-care routines just aren't cutting it. It's just not working to say self-care only means taking a bubble bath and lighting candles. I mean, look, I would love nothing more right now than a massage and a facial and a mani-pedi. Oh, what I would do for that. Although at this point in the vacation, it would be like, like that scene, um, in Miss Congeniality with Sandra Bullock, where she's sitting on the chair and getting prepared to, to be, be a contestant. And they're like using a power saw on her toenails. <laughs> I'm picturing also the Dorothy moment in The Wizard of Oz where they need like 50 people oh, on the her. lion. Oh, yeah. No, on her before she goes into the kingdom of Oz and it turns technicolor. Oh, yeah, exactly. They have like 50 people helping her. <laughs> right. But, you know, look, so this moment's really what led us to really question it, how we reprioritize everything. And, and the challenging thing, too, is this. Um, 
I don't really feel, Rach, like I have permission right now for a whole lot of self-care, not the kind of self-care things that you're really talking about and most people are talking about. I'm trying to keep our company afloat. I have to deliver a course at Kellogg just as I would in the real world, but it's taking a lot more energy. And I feel stressed. Uh, my kids aren't home from college. And so it's a conversation between us around if the form of self-care that we would typically do baths and cucumbers over our eyes and yoga class and meditation isn't doing it. Can we have a different conversation? Yeah. I mean, this is the moment where we just have to reframe self-care in a broader, um, more personalized and active way. Like what is our definition of self-care? And, you know, we did this for ourselves and discovered in this pressure cooker moment something real and something useful. And that's why we want to talk to you about it today. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one because I think this is when we're really on gift and we're going to offer that gift to you today and it will not be a La Mer facial treatment. Um, it'll be better than that because what Rachel and I really do well is when we're in a moment where things just sound a little off to us, like work-life balance, mm, I don't think so. Or when you reframed the can't, won't, don't as a way of saying no, to meetings, we always are able to just turn the dial a little bit. So yeah, that's that was we're gonna... a brilliant moment. That was such a brilliant moment. <laughs> I know that I scripted that show and then you delivered it. So it was very good reading of the words for you that day. So let's um, get to it and talk about what self-care, the, the insight that we had, and, and hopefully it'll help you too. So Rachel, we were discussing with each other what self-care really means and how to get underneath it. And if it isn't a spa day and it isn't that kind of hot bath meditation and we wanted to reframe it, then it needed to be meaningful to us. Right. Um, you know, and as you said, just as we don't approach this question of work-life balance as most people do, we don't really believe in it. It didn't resonate. We say just dive in and aim for an integration of your work and life, work-life integration rather than balance, because you're not going to get balance exactly. This needs to be something, this self-care idea needs to be something we actually define for ourselves. And also we were hoping, I think, that it would be something that lived beyond this corona moment. So we started talking about what makes us feel good. So I actually said to you, okay, Rach, so at the end of a day that you would just describe, that was a good day. Like, wow, that was a really good day. What are the adjectives that you would feel? And I actually frontally asked you that. So what Meaning did you like say? Meaning like in a normal, not in Corona. Yeah. Nope, just normal. a normal good day. So give um, me your adjectives. Uh, by the way, I've started to use the Rona. It's <laughs> like cooler. Really, yeah. I know, it is cooler. Yeah. So yeah, during the Rona, it's different. But normally what... I said to you, this is at the end of a good day, I would say I feel, and I actually surprised myself by the adjectives, um, grounded, focused, productive. That was a huge one for me. Useful, physically strong. Those yeah. were my big adjectives at the end of the day. And what are yours? What were yours? Well, pre-corona, since your adjective for me used to be um, well-groomed, yeah, I think, I think yeah. we can let that one go for now. <laughs> but if you want to go to, so you're asking me how, if I just how off you the feel. top of my head, yeah. yeah, 
productive is at the top of my list for sure. But then I'm going to add creative to that, like doing something that makes me feel creative, mm -hmm. whether that's writing or some form of cooking, like something that makes me, my creative juices get some going. Um, connection. That's a big thing for me. I'm really like connected to other people. Yeah. Connection mm -hmm. to other people, some form of nurturing, like offering, nurturing, um, offering more than receiving it, I think. And then moving forward, like moving something from A to B to C. And then I also, for me, like outdoors, like being in nature, whatever, I don't know an adjective to associate that, but I would associate a good day with having gotten some form you of know, nature. I know this is true for both of us, but there is no way at the end of a good day that we also don't feel as if our physical space is organized yeah. and clean. Like I, it's, oh, yeah. it's really, so it reminds me of when, my girls were young and there were those Berenstain Bear books. I don't even know if they still read them to them, but there was a Berenstain Bear book. Each one took on a particular message. It was kind of. Were like, they Jewish? No, they were actually, I think these were secretly like Christian evangelical books, actually. Okay. But, um, but that I didn't know that at the time. But anyway, there was one about being organized and clean, cleaning your room, cleaning your room. And there was a line in the book I was reading out loud to my girls. And it's, and, and it said the mother bear was saying to the little bear and explaining why she, he had to clean his room said, you can't relax if your house isn't clean. And I l remember looking up going, Oh my totally. God, that is it. That's true. Yeah, totally. Right. Well, thank you, Berenstain Bears. Thank you. And on that note, so since Joey's been home from college, he has not been making his bed. Like he gets up in the morning and, and I get the logic what? to that. I know. Right? Like I totally get the logic, like who's coming into the house, who's going to see that. But it's this principle, right? Like I hold this principle. He also had not been shaving. So now we have this like bearded, mm -hmm. bearded person in my home who's also not making his bed. So I finally said to him, Joey. Right, and, and, and Lily's son was like pissing and shitting on the floor. I was <laughs> okay, like, on, right? but, I, but Joey's old enough that I gave him a choice. So I was like, Joey, one or the other, you can be clean shaven or have a bed made one or the other. So he agreed to that. So I was sitting doing my work in the kitchen about two days ago and Joey walks in fully clean shaved. <laughs> anything but don't make me make oh, I was like really that's the choice okay anyway so anyway we've realized that all of these things which you know look meditating doing yoga they may not be the only way to do self-care now and so maybe what you need to do maybe is to figure out some habits and rituals that give you those same feelings like whatever the feelings were that would be the adjectives that you would have responded to here. Maybe we need to give you a way to achieve those. I also think, by the way, Rachel, routine is important here. Oh, absolutely. Because that this is that's really true that we don't even realize how stabilized we are by our own routines. And if there's one universal here, it's that the Corona, the Rona has completely blasted through all of our routines. The other thing I want to say is, I actually think every woman I know, and I, I don't know if this is specific to women, but it's definitely every woman I know needs to feel useful 
and productive. And if you can't be useful at this time, it's like a huge self-respect shredder. There's a whole bunch of stuff you do at work and can only do through work, not necessarily in the workplace or professional work, but through work, learning something new, being productive in your home that meets that need. And it's a universal need that's now being overlooked. And my own, like, for example, my own productive habits have to do with like, really, there are many times where I'll turn the video off on the fucking Zoom and I'll totally clean my closets or I'll be cooking and freezing things. And I swear to God, if I were in prison, my cell would be. Me too. Spotless. Yeah. Yeah. Spotless. So look, the exciting news is we have come up with a playbook for you to end your day feeling the way that we just described. So in other words, if you had gone through the same exercise that we went through of asking yourself how to feel, how you would feel on a good day, we we actually came up with a playbook, Rach. Yes, and, and we're, and we're going to ask my daughter, Lily Bello, our producer, to do this exercise with us in real time. She did not practice. Mm-hmm. She did go through it just the way you are going to go through it with yourself. And we'll tell you exactly how later. And we're excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Okay. So we come back from the break. Let's take you and Lily through our playbook step-by-step. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Okay, so... We have built a way to help you reframe self-care for yourself because it's really between you and you. It's, it's nobody else can define this for you. And then what you'll have is a pattern that you can track and repeat and use as a daily monitor. So let's see how it goes with Lily. And then when the show's over, um, you can download a worksheet that we've posted for you on um, bigpayoffradio.com. That's bigpayoffradio.com. And you can download it, print it out, and use it for yourself. Actually, if you want to go to our website right now and print it out so you can follow along with us and Lily, you can do that right now. So hold on. I mean, we'll just wait. We'll wait for you. Hi, Suzanne. How's Milo's pooping going? You know, I have to say, despite um, the disparaging words from (laughs) Nene earlier in this podcast, he's doing quite well. However, he is 
um, running around naked. Also, I just found a stray piece of macaroni um, next to my computer. Um, it's somehow in the basement of this house. So I don't know how that got here, but that's how it's going over here. Well, I feel like that's maybe metaphorical for this conversation, because part of the reason we wanted you on this podcast today is we were saying in pre-production, well, we really need to talk to like a working mom, like someone who is working and has a child at home and is feeling really overwhelmed. And then we were like, someone like you, Lily, someone just <laughs> I have a like child at home, you. but I also have a mom at home. I just want you to remember. You have a child at home and a mom at I'm home. I'm a sandwich and- generation. And can we say for the record, you're also pregnant? <laughs> yeah, I'm also pregnant. Okay. Well, so in classic segment, second pregnancy style, I, I forget about that all the time. Okay. So more or less, your life's a shit show. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So with that in mind, we're going to try to take you um, through our playbook to see if if we can help you. We can help, <laughs> we can help anyone. Okay. So Lily, it's really four questions is how okay. we're doing this. Okay. So let's start with you. So Lily, the first question is, and these are sort of, think of these as four touchstones in your day. So the first one is at the end of a good day, any good day, not just today and in the moment of Corona, what are the adjectives you would use to describe how you feel? Um, definitely productive is up there for me too. Um, present, um, connected, healthy, somehow physically healthy, um, creative and calm Okay. Connected to other people, connected to your work or just connected Connected to to other people, connected to other people. Yeah. I think, I think productive is the thing that sort of makes me feel connected to work somehow, although productive in any, in any aspect. Okay, Lily, that's great. So now we have the adjectives, which are the way you want to feel. So the next thing we want to get to is categories of action. So we're at a pretty high level right now. So I don't need like a long narrative or a list of things. It's more like, what are the what is the category of action you would need to do? And I don't want to feed it to you, but in order to feel calm or in order to feel present, in order to feel connected or in order to feel healthy, give me a category of action, just four of them that you four would need to do to feel that way. Um, OK, some sort of physical movement. OK. Um some sort of social connection like a social activity something that where you were with other people so social a planned social activity uh it doesn't have to be planned i would say like anything where i'm you know i spend so much time in in the house with milo or in under normal circumstances in my little bubble at work and then at home um with milo and my husband yeah. but anything where i'm sort of externally connected. So um, it's hard for me to honestly even remember what it was like before this situation. But right now it's a Zoom call with a friend or even just texting someone I haven't spoken to in a while and checking in with them, that kind of any sort of social connection. So let's call it external social connection. Yeah. Okay. Um, Completing some sort of goal, any big or small. Okay, so what about the fourth category, the final one? How would you achieve the feeling of being present? 
Um, I think anything where I'm not in my phone, on the internet, in the computer, on television, honestly, um, anytime where I'm just basically un unplugged. Perfect. So getting unplugged. Okay. Yeah. So that's the second part of our exercise. So now let's go to the third. So now we're going to go into each of those categories and we're going to go and ask you to come up with just literally free flow. And each of you at home can be doing this with yours too. That's why we gave you a worksheet. All the different kinds of actions and specific activities that would fall under each of those. So, okay, physical movement. What are all the things that are realistic to you? And we can even do this literally right now in the moment of Corona so they don't have to be like going to places that you can't get to right now that are frustrating. So physical movement. I don't movement. even remember what that is. Exactly. So let's not go there. How can you do this? Physical movement. So um, yoga, running around in the yard with my son. Um, uh, I've been doing like Peloton videos, like short videos. Um, okay, good enough for now. How about completing a goal? What are you doing right now? Anything that makes you feel like you're completing tasks or goal? Because you said it yourself, big or small makes you feel productive. Yeah, so anything I do related to my work, I have been trying to sort of frame it for myself as like, I'm going to, I mean, my work right now has turned, I run a preschool. So we've turned into um, remote learning, which is a lot of, I'm doing a lot of editing other people's videos. So I do like, I'm going to edit three videos today and upload them to Vimeo. So that kind of goal setting um, outside of work, um, cooking something. I've been doing a lot of like bread baking, project baking, um, but even honestly, like making a salad for dinner and making sure yeah. I put something on the table, um, cleaning a part of my house, picking a room to clean in my house, um, coming up with an activity for my toddler to do and actually doing it. So I have a lot of like saved Instagram things that are like, oh, this would be great to do with Milo. Um, but I never really get my act together to do it. But if I yes. get the materials and I yeah. actually do it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, and even that, like you took on potty training Milo, which would be like a massive accomplishment. I'm being serious, like a huge accomplishment to come out of this moment, right? Okay, external connections. What are you doing right now? Just off the top of your head, list the things that you're doing to try to connect externally. Um, I've been texting people who I haven't, uh, aren't in my normal rotation of um, people I talk to, friends who live far away or... Um, or people that I see normally in my day to day who I don't have a necessarily a texting relationship with. Um, I've been trying to zoom social zoom, which is like hard to remember because we do so much yeah. like professional zooming. Um, we, I have a, we started a, my friends and I started a, um, a weekly game of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I, I, I saw, I was a teeny <laughs> bit embarrassed for you and also proud. You know, I don't, oh. have, I don't feel embarrassed. I feel, um, mm -hmm. just pride. It, just proud. It checks off, you know, I'm completing a goal every week uh -huh. and I'm also connecting socially. Um, but that honestly has been so good because we're, we spend a good amount of time at the beginning of the game, just talking to each other about how we're doing. Yeah, One of the members it. of my D and D team had COVID. So, you know, we were like wow. following her progress. Um, and it also helps you accomplish the on being unplugged, right? Even though you're on Zoom, I would imagine like yeah. once you get into the game, you're kind of like in the game, right? Totally. It's like an imagination world that has nothing to do with 
the internet, which is great. And so how about being present? How are you unplugging? What are you doing? Um, that's the thing I'm probably worst at. Um, reading, I try and read a little bit every day, but I should do it more. Journaling, which I never do, but always helps. Um, putting getting- on my phone when I'm yeah. with my family. Trying to remember to do that. Trying, trying desperately to not listen to the news all the mm-hmm. time. Not going on Instagram first or last thing of the day. Awesome. Asking, honestly, asking someone else how I can help them has been a huge source of both connecting socially and feeling present. So I just want to note, because we're going to go to the last touchstone, but how many things you just listed. So if you want, we've now gone from the way you want to feel to the categories of activities, to the actual activities. And even if you picked out one or two of those activities, you probably could accomplish them. I mean, maybe not all of them every day, but if we, if you had worked these through a worksheet, Lil, I'm guessing you would see that there are really doable things there. So yeah. this gets us to the last one, which is a real question, not rhetorical, which is, is there anything keeping you from doing those things in that last bucket of activities? Like, do you think that it would be helpful to you to have like a swim buddy, like someone who could help you eliminate these things that any obstacles to doing those things? So just talk to me about what's keeping you from getting to those activities. Yeah, I think the thing that happens to me is I wake up in the morning and I go through my mental checklist of what I have to do that day. And I yeah. feel so overwhelmed staring down all of the different things I have to do for childcare and work and, you know, and personally and for the house and cooking or whatever, um, that it's hard to remember to sort of take pleasure in that stuff. Um, having something, anything to look forward to at the end of the day has been really useful for me. Like the best day of my last three weeks has been yesterday when we had a, a Seder for Passover, because it was like, I knew that I had things to do and I had to get dinner on the table at a certain time. And, um, even though it was probably my busiest day, it was my like best day. Yeah. Um, would it help you to have like an accountability partner? Trust me, not your mother. Um, <laughs> first of all, cause she's mine. So you can't have, you can't have her, but, um, would it help you to have somebody like if you were in this with someone and you were trying to, the goal would be you have a friend, whether it's Molly or another friend, who you know is like going to help you go, Lily, here's what you need to do. If you're telling me you can't get physical activity today, let me help you think through maybe how you could. Would yeah. that be helpful to you? A hundred percent for having, having it not just exist inside my own brain. Yeah. Um, first of all, would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I hope you feel, cause this is our goal was to be able to help you that if you filled out this worksheet, and you got a swim buddy that you really could lay out for yourself a plan to try to get to these activities. Again, we don't have any expectation that you get to all of them every day, but that you get to some of them throughout the week. Are you, you, so Lily, are you grateful to Auntie Smush for what she's just done for you? Is it Auntie Smush or Auntie Smoosh? Because I always say I, I think it's I call myself Auntie Smoosh. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's Mushin. Yeah, yeah. 
I just do. I mean, I think me and Milo, we, I mean, he and I have that understanding. Auntie Smush has like an aggressive quality. I agree. It's very aggressive. <laughs> um, okay. So, so that helps, Lily. Okay. Um, thank you, Lily. That was actually great. And I hope it helped you out there struggle with answering the questions on the worksheet and do print it out because it's helpful. And you know what, Suzanne, speaking of swim buddy, I love that you said that swim buddy. Um, we're going to give you a bonus feature here. Whoever it is that you're helping or whoever's helping you, right, get through these days. We recommend asking a version of the following questions, which comes from um, these, these are, this is a, our version of the questions that we read on Goop, and they're incredibly helpful, okay? So imagine t putting this list of questions to your partner and saying, you know what, stop asking me how it's going and ask me this specifically. Yeah. And next time you pick up the phone and call your parent or whoever to say, how's it going, here are the questions we'd like you to ask, okay? Or we'd like them to ask you. How are you feeling today? That's always how you start. Is there something I can do to help or support you? What are your plans for today? What do you want to achieve? What's your big goal today? Okay, so that gets them to really focus on the day. What do we need to discuss so this day or week will work best for you? What can we do together today that's fun or interesting or helps with our mental and physical well-being, right? That's with someone whom you don't need to be six feet apart from. Like, what can we do together that's fun or interesting? And finally, how can we support and help those around us? Because as Lily said, it really does have a magical effect when you help somebody else. It helps you feel better. Those are awesome questions. Also, running through those with a friend or with my partner will check off two of my bases, which is connecting socially and being present. Bam, got them. <laughs> we are nothing if not sages. <laughs> and um, yes. So look, now you have a simple playbook. Um, we really have created this worksheet for you because we think that it is going to help you just lock these things in and also maybe send it around, grab a swim buddy. Um, and, you know, just think of it as something that's maybe a, a little micro, a little micro class, not a master class, but a micro No, and, class. and don't get over ambitious about it, right? So this is a muscle that you need to practice working on. Just keep those four questions in mind. Keep those four big categories in mind that come from the second question right? You can even put them as stickies on your bathroom mirror or on your desk and try to return to those every day because it's going to make you feel better. When you're feeling bad, bring back to your mind those four categories, those bases that you can round and touch and ask yourself how far did you get today? What bases did you miss and why? What kept you from, from getting to those? So when we get back, we're going to give you our final little gift with purchase, which is our Check This Out segment. So when we get back, we're going to do some Check This Out. Okay, and now for uh, our fan favorite, Check It Out. Um, let me start. 
what do I want you to check out this week? Here's what I've, I've known about for a while, but it is a complete lifeline for me now. Trust me when I tell you that I have tried every single online yoga class known to man since 1995. And this woman is a fucking genius. She is so centered and not too woo woo and not mistaking yoga for like a, a, you know, a workout. And yet it is a massive workout. She's fantastic. And everyone I've recommended her to loves her. Her name is Leah Butler and you go to leahbutleryoga.com. It's L-E-I-G-H-A, Leah, L-E-I-G-H-A, butleryoga.com. And you can, um, you can subscribe for $9 a month, which is incredibly cheap. And she posts a new 60 minute video every Sunday and it's all held there. So you can go back and forth and she gives a great description underneath. So it's just exactly for what you want. And it is spectacularly good. Wow. You don't usually rave like that about uh, video yoga. I know. Okay. Um, All right. My check this out is a very, very cool, I think very on the point, on the nose for this um, podcast. So it's called Better Life Lab Experiments. And you get to it um, through a website called newamerica.org. And here's how it describes itself. It's really cool. It says, Better Life Lab Experiments is a project of the Better Life Lab It's seeking to empower families of all shapes and sizes to have happier, healthier, and fairer lives at home. So it's this set of experiments that people post and then you practice them that are all designed to like help families and individuals just do better activities at home, like share the bulk of work or share the housework. And literally people just post their little experiments and it's really cool. Like you can post your own, you can test them, they all name them. It's a really cool thing. So I think that if you're struggling to figure out like how to hand stuff off to your kids or to work better with your husband or to not have him give you a facial, you know, thing for your birthday. Maybe I should go on there and do a lab experiment. I, I think we need a strategic partnership between Better Life Lab Experiments and um, our self-care playbook. Uh, we do. Totally. It, that should be one of their Better Life Lab Experiments. Absolutely. Good on the nose, Rachel. Anyway, I really love it. And I think you guys should check it out. So that's our check this out. So thank you for listening to The Big Payoff. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please send us your questions, comments, concerns, um, pajama and um, kimono questions, suggestions. I think that kimonos have become a big thing during Corona. We'd love to hear from you and you can reach us at info at bigpayoffradio.com. Interestingly, Rachel, this episode of The Big Payoff was recorded by us at home, but we're still produced by Lily Bello and are mixed, edited, and scored by Ryan Derringer at Welterweight Sound. We will see you next time.